Ministries podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Our podcast is listener supported and we welcome your donations. Kingdom Ministries equips and empowers you to continue Jesus's ministry of the kingdom of God through resources like this podcast, as well as in-person training and online articles. To get started, visit us at kingdomtools.org. No, he didn't say call us to run away from evil. He told us to conquer. He gave us authority and power to do this. So here's the plan. Here's what you're going to do. Okay. We learned in Prayer 101 that Jesus prayed with authority, commanding things to be as God desires them to be. In this new series, Prayer 102, Keith Martins teaches a local Fresno church the three keys to the kingdom of God and the importance of scripture as our compass to know what to do and how to do it. In part two of this series, Keith highlights the call of God to conquer evil and shares an example of how to test for and combat demonic influence. And so that's why it's imperative for us when we think about God's word as his truth and we think about uh, using Christ's authority and when we come to our Bibles, even that, this is critical, that we come to our Bibles and we want to read our Bible and we simply just open it without a care or thought. And I still do too. I have to catch myself. I have to practice. I have to develop the discipline. Now, Lord, I want you to teach me now and according to God's word because it's living and active. I know that this is not just like a novel or a story that I'm going to glean some principles or moral code from. And it's incredible. Some of you know this, that when you read God's word, you've read this passage hundreds of times. And then there'll be fresh bread in it. God will reveal something to you. Not maybe some fact, maybe to you that happens sometimes, but some insight that meets, that God speaks to you in that moment that day. But then we have all these other situations too, because we want to use the three things, God's word, Christ's authority, Holy Spirit's counsel. Because it can be at times, and you never know, and that's why I'm advocating that we start using Christ's authority by beginning with the word if, because if you're like me, you just don't know what's spiritual. You know, you can be all good. You can be good to go. But you can be somewhere that is good, and you're sitting down to read, and, and, and you're having a hard time concentrating. You're having a hard time thinking straight, and, or you're just, ah, I'm not getting anything in it. You know, I'm going to skip around and look for another verse, right? But maybe it's spiritual, okay? Like my buddy Botan here, this guy from uh, Sweden. He was in uh, over one of the YWAMs where we're going. He was at that one, and he was so excited because when they get there in the first few weeks, one of the big priorities is you spend time alone with God to ask God where, where you should go. For example, if there's three countries, you know, like India, and then there's uh, Sri Lanka or there's Nepal, there's something like that. They go, okay, well, Lord, where should I go, right? So they pray about that, and then they come and they discern that with the leaders and whatever, and that's kind of how they pick where they're going to go to these, do the outreach evangelism, right? So this kid, Botan, he was excited because he felt like God was leading him to go somewhere that he really was excited about going, wanted to go. And, and the leaders affirmed that and said, oh, that's great, and praise God, you know, and, and there was some confirmation stuff. So during the week I was there, this kid comes to me and goes, hey, you know, I've really been struggling. I feel like every time now in my quiet time that God's condemning me and the scriptures are harsh, I need to change this and do this. And now I got doubts about the, you know, going to where I'm going. And, and I just feel, and I go like, what? And he goes, well, I just feel selfish, like I'm doing this selfishly, like I want to go there because I want to go there. And I don't think God would want me to go someplace I really want to go. And I go, really? I mean, really? Okay. So, um, there's a lot of weirdness about that fear, right? 
So he, so we start praying, and, and we, you know, Lord Jesus, now will you give us counsel about this? And first thing, right, there seems to be confusion. I mean, it didn't take like some prophetic discernment on my part. It just like seems like, yeah, that would be kind of confusing, right? So I said, well, if there is, if there is confusion, then in Jesus' name we command that confusion to stop, be suspended. You know, like Jesus with the storm. You can say the same thing. Be still. Be muzzled. You know, stop. Confusion, stop. If there is confusion. And it can be, even if it's own mind, you know, even if it's the introduction of two ideas. So, in Jesus' name, now, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit part, counsel, will you counsel? Now, Jesus, why, where did this start? We asked you to show the root of this. Where do you want them to go? We hold this up to you, right? And then with authority, I said, in Jesus' name, now, we expose anything that may be spiritual here. If there's something spiritual going on, causing this confusion, there's something spiritual happening that keeps him from recognizing the truth. Because God, I mean, obviously you can only go to one place, all this stuff, right? So he did that, and then I do what you're going to learn to do. I ask him, so what are you thinking when I'm praying? He goes, uh, boy, nothing about either of those places. I know, I said, just tell me anything you're thinking about, even if it makes no sense, it's not even related. He goes, well, I was just thinking about this truck where I go to have my devotions. You know, he reads his Bible, right? There on the base. I go, okay, well, can you tell me anything about the truck? And he goes, well, that's, you know, over here. And it's like the only quiet place on the base I can go and have privacy. And so I go in there, and this guy is, you know, nice guy, lets me use it. I go, is he a YWAM guy? He goes, no, no, he's just a neighbor here. And, you know, he's kind of having some problems. He's into drugs and a couple other things. But you become friends, whatever, he lets me use his truck. I go, okay. And so, you know, you can say, oh, you know, don't go in the truck, right? It could be something spooky in there. You know, you just go back to Jesus. You know, you might have thoughts. You might even know what it is, especially some gifted people. They might know, oh, well, dude, you got to do that, you know. So I said, now, Lord, does that mean anything? See, again, really allowing and relying on the Holy Spirit to be the counselor. And what I love about this is like, okay, Lord, I'm ready. If you want to show me something, I mean, I'd be glad to, you know. But what's really cool is the pressure's off of you. Say, now, Holy Spirit, will you show him? Right, Lord, will you show him, is there any reason he's thinking about this truck when we're praying about, you know, whether he should go here or there, right? Now, why was he thinking about that? And again, with authority, in Jesus' name, we expose anything significant, forbidding confusion. So when we did that, I said, what are you thinking now? And he goes, well, could there be something in that truck because of what that guy's into? I go, what do you mean something in the truck? You know, he goes, you know, like something evil or evil spirit that's distracting me, whatever. I go, well... Could be. I go, let's ask Jesus. So, Lord, ask you to show him that. We commanded the light. He goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I just won't go in the truck anymore. And I go, oh, didn't you say that was like a nice, quiet place for you? He goes, yeah. I go, no, no, we don't do that, man. We're not going to acquiesce to that. You, you know, that's not, that's not, you know, that's what people tend to do. But no, he didn't say, call us to run away from evil. He told us to conquer it. He gave us authority and power to do this. So here's the plan. Here's what you're going to do, okay? And, and I want you to go back there and say, now, in the name of Jesus Christ, because I'm a child of God, if there is, if, see, because, I mean, maybe it's nothing, right? Uh, if there's something here that would hinder me from reading the Bible, I command it to leave in Jesus' name. And then he started asking me, well, well you know, it's another guy, it's not mine, do I have authority there? He go, well, yeah, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Now, that thing could come back, but, you know, why don't you do your friend a solid and say, hey, in the name of Jesus, if you're here... 
In Jesus' name, I bind you and I command you to leave and leave my friend alone. And whatever effect you had on my friend, I remove that effect right now so he can see the light and the glory of Christ in Jesus' name. So it's like a win-win, right? Because if you look at the wars in the Bible, it's not just one thing. It's always a massive thing. It's always more than one thing, okay? Kind of like when Jesus rose from the dead. He just didn't rise from the dead. There was a whole lot of other things accomplished, okay? So in doing that now, uh, I say, okay, why don't you try that? So he come back and Next day, and I said, hey, so how'd it go, man? He goes, oh, dude, I cannot believe it, man. It's like totally rocking. You know, it's like I was into it. It was good. I felt the Lord's presence. I was loving it. And I felt like something left that didn't belong there. And it was a fruitful time. I go, well, what about your decision? He goes, oh, man, because I got all whacked out, I think I was supposed to go to that place, but I've already changed teams, right? Went back to prayer, and the staff went to prayer. He went to prayer. Anyway, he ended up with the original team, right, going to the original place. So a year later, I go back and I ask the staff, I said, hey, did it make any difference that he went on that team in your opinion? You know, we went through that whole thing. And he goes, oh, let me just say this. The leader guy goes, I can't imagine um, what that trip would have been like without him and what God did and used him through. See, sometimes it makes a difference. And so even you think, well, here I am just sitting in my kitchen with my little coffee cup and trying to read my Bible. You got all these feelings and stuff going on. You got all this stuff going on. Who knows? Maybe it's a battle. Maybe you wonder why you're not getting anything out of it. And I'm, I'm just encouraging us now that, that these keys to the kingdom we've been talking about, Christ's authority, the Holy Spirit's counsel, God's word, are fundamental not for a way just to pray, not for advancing the kingdom like we're talking about here, but for all of life and all decisions to seek the Lord's counsel. It's possible I've yet to find a situation where you couldn't apply these things. We have a loving God who promised us in, repeatedly, when he, come, he will counsel you, he will lead you into truth. Be filled with the Spirit, walk in the Spirit. How much more will he give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? He's given you authority, I've given you authority. This portion now that we're moving into is how do we take this message of the kingdom with those keys? Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Ministries podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode in Prayer 102. Did you know we have an app? You can access all of our resources and even listen to this podcast all in one place. To download, please visit us at kingdomtools.org.